get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. T-Bone, I'm BK. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to talk to Joey Vitale, our Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. And you've seen him in the last couple of games on Valley Sports Midwest pre, post, and intermission. Joe, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. How you doing today? Joey, Joey, Joey. Ah, I love you on Valley Sports Midwest. Going crazy for me. Hey, appreciate you guys. I'm doing great. Doing great. It never gets old, by the way. Keep that coming. Joe, first question is the most important. Do you miss me when you don't? have me on pregames with you hey i'll I'll be honest with you i I do alex we have uh, amazing chemistry let's Uh, go what what i don't miss is curbs every now and then hijacking our (laughs) pregame show Uh, i I don't miss that i will i would tell that to him to his face so i'm okay I'm, i'm in the clear to say that but no i do I, you know, it's so different, right? It's just you're, you're calling a game. You're on top of every moment. You're trying to catch all the, the hows and the whys when you're doing the play-by-play and the color alongside Chris, of course. And then, the, you know, the pre-intermission in, in post is very different. You're, you're breaking down what we're expecting. You really get into detail about the game to come. And then you have to look at a whole period and really kind of pick out maybe one or two things, and that's it. So it's very different. Uh, I, I enjoy both of them. And I'm certainly excited to hop back in the saddle with you. Oh, that's kind of weird in the same saddle. But we're going to be in the same uh, same show, rather, uh, the afternoon as we welcome the LA Kings back to town. Some BK say that Joe is the Sidney Crosby and I'm the Evgeny Malkin of Blues pre- and post games. Huh? Yeah. I would yeah. say it's more like Joe's the Sidney Crosby and you're somebody else. That's fine. I'm just fine by yeah. me. Wow, that's no horrible. One, as long no as one has ever said any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say Joe is like the Pavel Datsuk in the Joe Vitale trade, and I'm the first round pick. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's more, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. more of our speed. <laughs> All right, Joe, uh, before we get to the Blues game from last night, I, I do have a quick question for you because you have cheaper by the dozen at home. I have my first uh, that is about six months old now. Yesterday was the first time when he like started crawling around our oh, house. No. It, was, it was the first experience that we had with that. Uh, Joe, what's coming my way? What, what should I be prepared for? Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepless nights, uh, anxiety, <laughs> panic attacks like you've never uh, experienced okay. yeah. uh, <laughs> before. Um, you gotta, you got to put everything away that's, that's smaller than the size of a marble. Just chuck everything away. It, you're heading into the, the cleansing period of your life where, like I said, anything smaller than a quarter, 
just don't even hide or put up. Just just throw away because especially with your first, the anxiety you feel when there's something small on the ground because those little critters, again, they, they have a tendency to put anything in their mouth. So you think it got busy when you uh, got pregnant or when you had a baby and a newborn? Uh, you're about to enter a whole nother phase. Uh, but at the same time, it is a very rewarding phase. And pretty soon, uh, that little monster is going to be crawling and walking and then and then speaking. So just a part of the process. But it, it definitely is a little bit different. And you're definitely going to have to be a little bit more on your toes. The, the days of just sitting back and laying the, laying the little one down on, on a rocker or a sleeper or, or stepping away, at least just to go to the bathroom. That, 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 those days are over. I mean, that's probably what I miss most. I, mean, I haven't taken, I haven't gone to the bathroom myself probably in, I would say a solid 10 years. I mean, honest to God, it's like every time I excuse myself to go to the restroom, there is like a dum, 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 dad, 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 I got to say something. Dad, can I come in? Dad, can I go potty with you? I'm like, Sure, just yeah. Everyone, I mean, it's just like a, uh, it's like an airport terminal. Every time I go into the, it's it's the like everyone style kind of, saloon, right, where they're just like passing through the door constantly. Honest to God, I might as well just take out my door with a lock on it and put one of those wooden like yep. um, swinging doors yep. into our bathroom because. That's that's what's coming your way, BK. So enjoy every second of it. Sometimes, sometimes when Joe walks into the broadcast booth, you know, he's like his eyes are bugged out, his hair's uh, all over the place, and he's like, "Oh, what a day!" <laughs> and I've never related more with Joe when he walks in and says that. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I mean, even like last night's game too. I mean, it was obviously a a late start, as you know, Alice, because you were on the pregame show. But you know, a nine o'clock start on these Western Western <laughs> Conference uh, or these West Coast trips, and you know. Well, I'm helping put the babies to bed. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a grind of a life, and then all of a sudden you gotta show up and, and put on your smiling face and, and and bring some energy, which of course is a little bit of a challenge. But I'm not complaining, as and none of us really should at the end of the day because we're very blessed to have kids and have a great family. So, uh, but it this. is certainly challenging. It is certainly challenging. Absolutely, and yeah, we we get to talk uh, blues hockey for a living, which is which is a nice way to go about it. All right, Joe, let's let's break down thing. that game uh, from last night just a bit because. We said earlier today, our big takeaway, man, two straight games, right? I'm not sure that the Blues were the better team, but they come out with two points in each of them. And ultimately, that's what matters. They've got to keep racking up these points. What did you take away from last night's victory in Vancouver? Uh, what I took away is that I, I keep going back to the fact that I literally have no idea what's going on and I don't know what I'm talking about because, like you said, BK, you look at the final stats of that game, and we had a rundown on the post-game show for Valley Sports. And, I mean, this is a Blues team that, once again, they get outshot, they get outchanced, they get out-attempted, they got out-hit. Uh, they had 16 defensive turnovers, only to the three for the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, the offensive zone time was extremely lopsided in favor of Vancouver. Uh, number one team in the National Hockey League. If you were to show me those stats at the end of the game and said, Joey, Tell me who's going to win this game or at least predict the score. I would say we're probably going to lose 5-2, to two, maybe with an empty net. I mean, that's, that's the way the stats are predicting things, but it's actually gone the, the complete opposite, which is quite an anomaly when you look at it. And this is something the Blues just kind of continue to figure out a way to do is, is even though the stats are a bit lopsided at times, and even though you being, are being out chance, and even though at times the momentum certainly is not in your favor, uh, this is a team that, that's figuring out ways to win games. You know, and to me, the the two biggest reasons for that: um, number one, you're you're seeing a resilient group that is okay playing from behind. That has become a characteristic of this group. They seem very patient in that setting. They seem very patient in that philosophy of just, you know, we're not going to win the game in the first period, but we can certainly lose the game. And that's where we have to stay patient and stay tight defensively. That's number one. And 
I think the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway for all Blues fans out there when you look at this team and how lopsided it can be, but they're still figuring out ways to get points is we are very blessed. We have the, an incredible goaltender tandem right now. I mean, with Joel Holfer uh, certainly standing on his head last night. I mean, Jordan Bennington was incredible uh, a couple nights ago there in Calgary. And this just remains remains to be seen as uh, the St. Louis team continues to find points because of those two guys in the back end. And, and to kind of compare it, some really good teams that maybe are have not such such good goaltending. I mean, even though the last two teams the Blues have faced, I mean, I, I've never been a Jacob Markstrom fan. I, I've always found him to be um, a little holy at times and and just kind of uh, lackadaisical. And you saw that goal that Brandon saw late in that game with 48 ticks to go. It was just he didn't seem ready. He seemed like his legs weren't engaged late in that game to make that final save. And so that, and then you, know, you look at the Smith last night. Yeah, it's a great Vancouver team, but. You know, some of those goals, I, I just I can't see those those ones getting past a Bennington or a Joe Hofer. So, at the end of the day, uh, what's sometimes lacking at the offensive side or defensive side for St. Louis this year, they have certainly made up with these two backstoppers. Joe, Jake Neighbors has himself another great night last night. He's got 15 goals, second most on the team. And we've talked a lot about how Jake Neighbors has really impressed this season. The more I watch him, the more I believe that the Blues might have a sneaky top-line power forward that a lot of people might not be talking enough about. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think that, you know, he's starting to get more and more recognized now because the numbers and the offensive production is starting to come out. I mean, we've always known what Jake is, you know, Alex and BK, because, you know, we watch him on a daily basis. I think for St. Louis fans, uh, they're starting to see this kid really evolve and becoming something great. But I think from a national standpoint, if you look around the league and, you know, fans and experts and teams from all over the country and, of course, Canada, I, I don't think they've given Jake enough respect, but he is starting now to get the respect he deserves because the points are starting to really stand out. And, of course, now he's a top six forward uh, on a good team making a playoff push in the St. Louis Blues. You know, with all that being said, you know, you look at Jake, and to me, what do I see? What do I project? What can fans expect to see over the next half a decade to a decade? Hopefully you're wearing a St. Louis Blues uniform. And you, you know, you're, you're looking at another Braden Chen. I mean, he really is. And he, he's got the size. He's got the skill. He's got the tenacity. And the biggest thing he has, it reminds me so much of our captain right now on Braden Chen, is he has the intelligence. He's got the wisdom of the game. He's a student of the game. He's constantly observing the game. He's always been a fan of hockey. He's watched a ton of hockey. And, and when you watch a lot of hockey, you're going to start really picking up on certain things. Uh, you start surrounding yourselves with good people. He's been around the Ryan O'Reilly's and he's room with Braden Chen. So he's been around great people there as well. So his youthful energy certainly has been carrying the blues through this midseason stretch. We call this the the post halfway blues where, you know, that was 15 to 20 games right after the halfway point before the trade deadline. And of course that playoff push, this is a tough portion of the season. I mean, they're on, they're on a road trip with some tough weather. They come back to St. Louis has been tough weather, you know, a lot of gray and, you know, you're certainly over the halfway hump, but you're not quite in that final push just yet. So this is where you lean on young players with lots of energy and a lot of determination, uh, of course, in Jake neighbors. And it really is great to see his offensive numbers, match the spirit he has had over the last few seasons here for St. Louis. Joe, it's been fun watching you over on Bally Sports Midwest. I'm excited to listen to you once again here in the next few days for uh, Blues versus the Kings right here on 101 ESPN on Sunday afternoon. All the best to you and the family. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. Hey, sounds great, you too. Always a pleasure talking to you as well. And BK, like I said, stay on your toes. Uh, the good days are coming for sure. <laughs>